When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, hmm, what's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. The New York Post broke the biggest political scandal of the century with emails showing Hunter and Joe Biden engaged in a protection racket for Burisma. The big tech monopolies and Democrat media complex immediately moved to limit the damage to Joe Biden through censorship and disinformation. Sleepy Joe is back in his basement, but his campaign did not deny that Biden met with Burisma before firing the prosecutor. With these stories and more from an American nationalist perspective, I'm Jim Dawes, and this is Right Now. And thank you for tuning in to Right Now. We broadcast each weekday at 3 p.m. Eastern on the Mojo 5 radio network. Catch us live online on iHeartRadio or on demand wherever you get your podcasts. But this conversation never ends. Follow me on Twitter and Facebook at Right Now Jim Dawes. Shoot me an email at rightnowjimdawes at gmail.com or... Call or text the vent line and leave your rants at 772-245-0750. Oh, man. So I was wondering when the October surprise was coming, and uh, here it is. What And what a massive October surprise this is. Probably the, uh, the most scandalous October surprise, the most well-documented October surprise, the most uh, substantive October surprise. This shows that all of the denials that Joe Biden has been made, that he wasn't, in fact, engaged in a protection racket in the Ukraine for the corrupt energy company Burisma, have been lies. This this October surprise has got everything. It's got corruption, documented corruption. It's got uh, illicit sex. It's got drugs. You got photographs and videos of Hunter Biden hitting the crack pipe. It's got family uh, intrigue. And normally, uh, the media would love, just love, they'd be falling over themselves for an October surprise this meeting. This kind of controversy generates massive newspaper sales and huge ratings. There's one problem, of course, and this is because uh, our media has turned into basically a re-election campaign or an election campaign, I should say, for Joe Biden. And uh, they're not concerned about these emails that are a smoking gun, but they love a smoking gun. They're not concerned with these uh, photos that uh, that shows just how debased Joe Biden's son is. Not now. <laughs> They've got an election to win. They can't be, they can't be uh, pursuing the biggest political scandal in this century. The New York Times and the Washington Post, if you look on their, their website, they're blacking this story out. They're pretending it doesn't exist. They don't even want to alert their readers that there is a scandal that's been exposed, much less actually pursue the story themselves. 
the social media uh, uh, big tech tyrants at Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and Google are uh, being more proactive. They are, in fact, putting out massive amounts of disinformation, throwing up squid ink around this story, trying to confuse it and claim that this uh, this information is uh, not legitimate and you shouldn't pay any attention to it. They're engaged in censorship. They won't allow you to share a link to the actual story in the New York Post. And if you thought that the big tech mobilization to, to defend Biden was just limited to Twitter and Facebook, you should take a look on Twitter at uh, the the threads, the trending topics from Jeff Bezos's Amazon Washington Post. They're busily mobilizing disinformation. They're trying to confuse the issues and claim that uh, what is known to be true is, in fact, just a figment of your imagination. Uh, I don't know if they're directly coordinating with the campaign or they're just sending messages through these through these posts on how the Biden campaign should go about trying to do damage control on this, but that's, that's what they're doing. There's more information on Twitter trying to debunk the story, not with any actual facts, but just with assertions that what we know to be true is in fact false or suggesting that Joe Biden didn't really have the prosecutor in the Ukraine fired. They're suggesting that the the prosecutor wasn't, in fact, investigating Burisma, despite the fact that we've got affidavits from the prosecutor and on-air interviews saying that he was doing exactly that. Savannah Guthrie was on uh, the Today Show this morning, not dealing with the actual story, the meat, the substance of the New York Times expose, but strictly focusing on trying to discredit it without actually telling you what was contained in there. The president's been talking a lot about Hunter Biden. There's a bunch of back and forth. You can just bring us up to date on that. I will. And this is a questionably sourced story, to say the least, that appeared in a tabloid that President Trump and his allies are... She just starts on, it's a questionably sourced story without telling you what the story is about. ...that appeared in a tabloid that President Trump and his allies are... So now the New York post as a tabloid it's the paper with the fourth largest circulation in this country really trying to seize on here alleging that joe biden may have had a meeting that was set up with somebody that hunter biden worked with on this ukrainian company now the story is so dubious and we should note by the way that the biden campaign says that meeting was never on biden's official schedule uh, but facebook and twitter made moves to try to limit the spread of this story Censor. and the washington post is reporting that some intelligence experts think this has the hallmark of like a disinformation campaign meant to interfere with the elections oh here we go with the disinformation campaign again This is a Russian disinformation campaign because you're expected to ridiculously believe that Donald Trump is preferred over Joe Biden by Vladimir Putin. And anything that harms Joe Biden is, by definition, a Russian disinformation campaign. And extraordinary because Twitter's CEO also said Twitter should have communicated better about why it was taking down the content. Oh, it should have been communicated better why we were censoring this story. 
So let's talk about the actual story itself. I know you've probably heard this, but you uh, you probably haven't heard it as thoroughly uh, explored as you're going to hear on this show. So Hunter Biden takes a Mac to a repair shop in uh, in Delaware. The owner uh, is legally blind, so he can't identify the guy that brought it in. He works on his laptops with a, a monocle, a giant, um, you know, uh, magnifying device. The one thing, the, the thing is that uh, crackhead Hunter Biden didn't come back to pick up this computer. And despite the owner trying desperately to get in touch with him so he could get paid, Hunter Biden never came back to pick it up. So the, the owner uh, of the shop took ownership of the computer. That's the way it works. If you abandon something and you don't pay your bill, then they keep the, the product. This owner found tens of thousands of emails on here documenting Hunter Biden's relationship with Burisma. He also found these photographs that I mentioned of Hunter guy, uh, Biden engaged in uh, s- crack sex-fueled orgies. I shouldn't say orgies. I don't know that uh, it was uh, more than one-on-one. But uh, he, he, the, the, the shop owner started getting panicking because he realized that uh, during the impeachment um, scam that these emails related directly to that investigation. So he contacts the FBI, lets them know that he's got this information, FBI sends a guy around to pick up the laptop, but not before the shop owner makes a copy of this for his own protection because he's concerned that this stuff is going to disappear and then he or his family will be in danger. So what's on these emails? Well, these emails show that uh, Joe Biden is coordinating with Burisma, selling his influence with the vice president and, uh, that he refers to Joe Biden, not as the vice president, but as my guy, my guy is going to do this. And my guy is going to do that. In one email, Hunter Biden says the announcement of my guys coming travels to Ukraine should be characterized as part of our advice and thinking. So he's taking credit for Joe Biden coming to the Ukraine. He asked for money from Burisma, and he wanted it in advance before Joe Biden began engaged in uh, in the protection racket. Hunter was negotiating with Burisma before his appointment on the board, strictly offering to sell influence. And but he said that uh, you know all of this uh, exchange of money and assignments has to take place before Joe Biden becomes involved. These emails show that a uh, the third-ranking executive at Burisma is asking Hunter Biden how he is going to use his influence in order to stop this investigation. Quote, we urgently need your advice on how you could use your influence to convey a message slash signal to stop what we consider politically motivated actions. That's what you call a smoking gun, ladies and gentlemen. But then a message from that same or two messages from that same email 
are talking about setting up a meeting with Joe Biden and then later on thanking Hunter Biden for setting up that meeting with the vice president. Then Biden is on record going to the Ukraine and having the prosecutor fired. This is not in question. The Washington Post is actually online this morning saying that Joe Biden didn't, in fact, get the prosecutor fired. You're just imagining that. Here is the clip of Joe Biden. You've heard it before. I'll play it again because it provides important context bragging about what he did. Um, I remember going over convincing our team, our others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and uh, and I was going supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to press conference. Said, "No, nah, I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, "You're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here." And I think it was what six hours. I looked. I said, "I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money." Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid. So I got the prosecutor that was investigating Barisma that had, in fact, already seized the CEOs of Barisma's house and, and uh, some of his money that he could track down. He got him fired, and he got somebody appointed that was, in Joe Biden's words, solid. He put in place someone who is solid. Now, you got to keep all of this into context. This is the same Ukrainian government that Hil- uh, that Hillary Clinton and the U.S. State Department, along with Soros-funded so-called think tanks at the Atlantic, had installed after engineering a, a so-called color revolution in the Ukraine, the same kind of color revolution they have planned for this uh, election in our country, by the way. So he's got a puppet government he's working with. He demands the prosecutor be fired to protect the guy who is bribing his son. <laughs> this is a massive, massive political scandal. The, the most damning October surprise in our nation's history. And you're being uh, denied access to it on social media and you're being fed disinformation by the Democrat media complex. Now, after all of this happened and it came to light, the the Biden defense, well, well, the EU wanted the prosecutor fired too. Well, I have no doubt that the corrupt oligarch or the corrupt bureaucrats at the European Union wanted it too. They probably had lots of sons and daughters that were on the payroll too. I continue to be uh, frustrated by the reporting on this uh, on Tucker's show last night and all over, they continue to say that Hunter Biden was paid $50,000 a month. He was not. We have seen documents that he was, in fact, uh, these documents were thanks to John Solomon, uh, 
that he was, in fact, getting $83,000 a month, a total of $3.1 million over three years. Here is a former CIA agent named Sam Fattis talking about this, this type of relationship, the selling of influence, and what it takes to collect $3.1 million for selling influence. Hunter Biden is running around the world when Joe Biden is vice president, really before then, but let's just focus on that. And it is very clear that what he's doing is selling influence. To anybody with any common sense, you can see this guy's getting paid by people all over the planet, and he's got nothing to sell other than the fact that daddy is vice president. Okay, well, I've spent some time in my life in the company of similar types who promise access. Here's the deal. At some point, you have to actually deliver on that access. People don't continue to hand you millions of dollars because you claim you can get to dad, but dad never does anything. And yet it goes on year after year after year, millions of dollars, Ukrainians, the Chinese dwarf everybody, as you noted, the Russians. So apparently Hunter is delivering, as he did in the case of Burisma, which means this is not just Hunter Biden cokehead who has a penchant for strippers. This is Hunter Biden actually delivering on access to his father. That means Hunter was, in fact, able, as it appears he did in the case of Burisma, to get dad to intervene on behalf of his clients. Ladies and gentlemen, this is just the tip of the iceberg of the corruption that Joe Biden engaged in. Now, he became very reckless about it toward the end of the Obama administration. I think it's because Joe Biden never suspected that he was ever going to have to face the voters again. And he was uh, he was going to do everything he can to maximize his earning potential for the family while he could. We're going to run out to a break. When we come back, we'll take a look at the big tech censorship of this massive media story. Stick with us. We'll be right back. When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, what's the word, delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. So I think the frustration out of the mainstream media, the corporate media, the Democrat media complex, is that they thought they had successfully uh, put this story to rest. They had uh, constructed a narrative around it, no matter how implausibly, that you know uh, Hunter Biden was on that board. Maybe it was a little swampy, they like to say. It was swampy. No, it wasn't swampy. This was a protection racket. They were uninterested in actually pursuing that line of inquiry, what they were more concerned with is giving, giving uh, Joe and Hunter Biden an opportunity to pretend that there's nothing here. Maybe it was a little swampy. Here is um, Guthrie, not Savannah Guthrie. Uh, I can't remember her name, a, a, a reporter for ABC News in that famous sit down at Hunter Biden's 
mansion in Los Angeles. Do you regret being on the board to begin with? No, I don't regret being on the board. What I regret is not taking into account that there would be a Rudy Giuliani um, and a um, and a president of the United States that would be listening to this this ridiculous conspiracy idea, which has again been completely debunked by everyone. And you know, I think we people are, at home are thinking, how could that not have crossed your mind, or you wouldn't have felt just a little bit in your gut, like. Maybe this isn't a good idea. Maybe this isn't a good idea. It's been debunked. That's their story. It's been debunked. It's been debunked. It's been debunked. It's never been debunked. It is totally bunked. <laughs> but, of course, big tech swung into action over at Facebook. They, uh, a, a, a former Democrat operative that is now in charge of censorship and public messaging for Facebook, his name is Andy Stone, a former Democrat staffer, announced that uh, they're going to be limiting the the spread of this. In other words, if you post it, the post will stay up there, but nobody, you will see it, but nobody else will see it. Twitter locked the account of the New York Post. They they locked New York Post's Twitter account, the fourth largest circulation newspaper in our country they've never locked it before when they were writing stories about the russia hoax and and all of this uh these attacks on donald trump they never locked down the washington post twitter wouldn't allow links to the story if you tried to post a link to the story they would block it with a message saying that this post is harmful (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's harmful, all right. It's very harmful to Joe Biden's election chances. Later on, Jack came out and said, well, we we don't publish stuff that was hacked. None of this stuff was hacked. When you take a laptop to somebody and you don't pick it up and pay for the service, that laptop becomes the property of that person. And this guy did exactly what he should have done, gave it to the FBI, the FBI, Surprise, surprise, didn't do anything with it. And so out of fear that if this uh, remained a secret, this guy's life was in danger and his family was in danger, he got it out in the open. Once you remove, uh, you know, a threat like that, or I should say expose a threat like that, then you've got some sort of protection from retaliation. But these social media tech titans never had this standard before when they were publishing anti-Trump stories, leaked information, hacked information, information that was gathered illegally. Four years ago, the BuzzFeed uh, site posted the Steele dossier. Now, the Steele dossier was filled with obvious lies and misinformation. Twitter and Facebook happily spread all of that information. Now these platforms are blocking a New York Post story specifically because they were on board with the Trump, uh, blocking the Trump re-election. It's obvious, could not be more obvious than they, that they are acting as a political arm of the Biden campaign. 
But they are allowing uh, a, a long thread of trending that they're promoting on Twitter of dif- Democrat media disinformation, a bunch of squidding that they're putting up around this story, claiming that this is a Russian disinformation campaign. So we're not allowed to see the actual stories because they heard Biden. And we're going to pretend that because it hurts Biden, that it is, by definition, Russia's attempt to support Trump, despite the fact that Trump has been harder on Russia than any president since the Cold War. They claim that Shokin wasn't, in fact, investigating Burisma, and that Biden never had him fired in any case. We're going to run out to a break. When we come back, we're going to look at the president's reaction to all of this. Right after these messages on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo 5 Radio Network. Stick with us. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. Here's to the innovators, the makers, the doers, and the hustlers of D.C. With Facebook Elevate, you can grow your business, build your online presence, kickstart your career, or turn your passion of creating content into a reality. Facebook Elevate is a program that provides free digital marketing courses and one-on-one coaching from experts that can help you grow your business. Learn more at facebook.com slash fbelevate. Facebook Elevate, on the rise, together. And you're back on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo Five O Radio Network. Your daily journal of news, politics, and culture from an American nationalist perspective. So there has never been a story too outlandish, too obviously politically motivated and unrealistic. Never a story too unverified, never a story too filled with rumor and anonymous sources for Twitter or Facebook or Instagram to allow on their sites if it will damage Donald Trump. Now we've got a well-documented story published by a major U.S. newspaper with actual um, smoking gun emails showing that Joe Biden was in fact engaged in a protection racket with his son Hunter Biden in the Ukraine where he had been put in charge of American policy. And it's being censored on social media and Google, by the way, too. I know when Google is is censoring something because I go on there looking for stories. I'm moving to DuckDuckGo uh, immediately when I get shut down there and I need to just start start there to begin with. But uh, the the real smoking gun or the real consciousness of what's going on on Twitter is they're not allowing the actual link to the story, but they're allowing 
a bunch of disinformation trying to confuse the issue to trend on Twitter. They're claiming on there absurdly that Shokin wasn't in fact investigating Burisma. You can go to reporting from One American News where the investigator is sitting down himself saying that, yes, in fact, we were investigating Burisma. And, oh, by the way, before Joe Biden had the prosecutor fired, I'd already seized some of Burisma's CEO's assets. They're claiming that Biden never had the prosecutor fired, which is so absurd you just can't even wrap your head around it. I guess that's an example of Gorbel's big lie. You tell a a lie that's so uh, outlandish and you tell it enough times and it, it, it is accepted by people that are receptive. I think what they're doing is going to backfire on them. I think this is such a glaring and uh, uh, breathtaking example of censorship that it's, it's going to cause the story to be even that more, that much more impactful. So Trump was out in Iowa last night and, um, you know, I've argued on this show that he needs to focus on, uh, on, uh, economic issues and uh, issues of trade and border protection and everything and, and get away from these scandals because a, a large part of this electorate just wants this stuff to go away. They want Washington and the president to focus on doing uh, their job. But this, this thing is so big that you have to devote some time to it, and he did at last night's uh, event. Here he is uh, bringing up the topic very early on in his speech. Iowa, we've just learned through explosive documents published by a very fine newspaper, the New York Post, that Joe Biden has been blatantly lying about his involvement in his son's corrupt business dealing. And this is a big smoking gun. The newly uncovered emails reveal that a top executive from the highly questionable Ukrainian company, it's an energy company, which paid Hunter at least $50,000 a month, but it's now looking like it could be $183,000 a month. That's oh, my God. I wish they would get this number right. The, the, the documents are there that show these transfers of money. It's $83,000 a month. A lot of money. Would anybody in this audience take it? I'll take it. We'll take it. Despite the fact that he had absolutely no experience, knew nothing about energy, wrote to Hunter, arranging for a meeting to meet with Vice President Joe Biden. I've been saying this for a long time with that family. The same Ukrainian energy executive even sent Hunter an email saying, quote, we urgently need your advice on how you could use your influence. In other words, Hunter was being paid for access to his vice president father, who was specifically put in charge of Ukraine and Russia. (laughs) President Biden, you owe the people of America an apology because it turns out you are a corrupt politician, okay? (laughs) 
Joe Biden must immediately release all emails, meetings, phone calls, transcripts, and records related to his involvement in his family's business dealings, influence paddlings around the world. Well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> the FBI had this information at the very time that the Democrats are impeaching Donald Trump for asking about it, for asking the new Ukrainian president about it. He was impeached. So let's put all of this in perspective and see if you can wrap your mind around it. Donald Trump got impeached for something that Joe Biden actually did. They impeached Donald Trump because he mentioned wanting to get to the bottom of the scandal to the Ukrainian president. But Joe Biden actually interfered in another country's activities with threats of withholding a billion dollars in aid. This is the same Donald Trump that got a a three-year-long rectal exam for foreign influence in elections when, in fact, that was what Hillary Clinton actually did. We... And the the people that were investigating Donald Trump knew. They knew that it was Hillary Clinton that was engaging in foreign election interference. That that special counsel, the Mueller, was all about covering their butts. The impeachment was all about protecting Joe Biden. Whatever the Democrats accuse you of, you can pretty much bet that they are, in fact, engaged in themselves. You remember during the impeachment hearings, the bogus hearings that were handled by Adam Pencilneck Schiff, they had Fiona Hill up there uh, shilling for Joe Biden and the establishment. Open up or announce these investigations and uh, into 2016 in Burisma, and I cut it off immediately there. Because by this point, having heard Mr. Giuliani over and over again on the television and all of the issues uh, that he was um, asserting, by this point, it was clear that Burisma was code for the Bidens because Giuliani was laying it out there. I cut it off immediately because I was protecting Joe Biden. Off immediately there. Let me do this. In Burisma, and I cut it off immediately there. Because by this point, having heard Mr. Giuliani over and over again on the television and all of the issues uh, that he was um, asserting, by this point, it was clear that Burisma was code for the Bidens because Giuliani was laying it out there. Uh, I could see why Colonel Vindman was alarmed. Oh, I can see why Colonel Vindman was alarmed because Burisma was where Joe and Hunter Biden were engaged in blatant, obvious, towering, massive corruption. And Vindman was upset. See why Colonel Vindman was alarmed. And he said, this is inappropriate with the national. We got a, a little glitch there. Huh. Well. You can bet that's the owner of the shop uh, that gave this laptop to the FBI is is going to be. Uh, attacked and smeared and claimed to be a Russian agent and all of this nonsense. 
Joe Biden is hiding in his basement. He called a lid again yesterday after this, this came to light. He's hunkered down with his damage control people trying to figure out how they're going to obscure this. He probably is coordinating with his, uh, through intermediaries, of course, through his, his, uh, operatives at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Google, he's, uh, on the phone with friendly reporters putting out, uh, you know, defenses. We never actually, or, or the, the campaign has investigated this. He was the, the meeting was never on Biden's official schedule. You know what else wasn't on Biden's official schedule? It was where he uh, was suggesting that James Comey and John Brennan use the um, the Logan Act to go after Michael Flynn. But let's uh, let's say for the sake of argument that uh, it never was on the official schedule and wasn't just scrubbed afterwards. If Joe Biden, as is clear, met with the number three guy at Burisma and later claimed that he had no knowledge of of Hunter Biden's activities over there, that is what you call in the legal parlance a consciousness of guilt. He either did not put this meeting on his official schedule, which, you know, that's what the Secret Service goes off of, or he had it scrubbed. Another thing that's not on Biden's official schedule is a meeting with his son-in-law, who is advising the campaign on pandemic relief, while at the same time uh, making money off of the response to the pandemic. Let's take a look at Joe Biden, some of his previous statements on this matter. Here is one um, where uh, Steve Ducey, is it Steve Ducey? His son's name is, a, I can't remember his son's name, but Steve Ducey's son uh, was covering the Democrat campaign and, um, and asked about it uh, back on the campaign trail. Peter Ducey is the son's name. Mr. Vice President, how many times have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings. And so how do you know? know? Here's what I know. I know Trump deserves to be investigated. (laughs) Whatever they accuse you of, they're doing themselves. I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings. And so how do you know? know? Here's what I know. I know Trump deserves to be investigated. He is violating every basic norm of a president. You should be asking him the question, why is he on the phone with a foreign leader trying to intimidate a foreign leader? If that's what happened, that appears what happened. You should be looking at Trump. You should be looking at Trump. Don't look at me. Don't investigate him. Don't investigate me. Investigate the, the guy behind the tree. Earlier, we played a clip from Savannah Guthrie putting up squid ink around this. Well, this is not the first time Savannah Guthrie has raised this issue with the president. The first time he uh, he fell back on his default position. Do you think it was wrong for him to take that position? No. 
knowing that it was really because but that you, company wanted access to you. Well, that's not true. You're saying things you do not know what you're talking about. No one said that. Who said that? No one said that. It's been debunked. Nobody's ever said that I was engaged in corruption when, in fact, it's all over this campaign. This this continued talking point that nobody has ever said that is just uh, insulting to listen to. Yeah. Well, that's not true. You're saying things you do not know what you're talking about. No one said that. Who said that? Well, don't Who you said think that? that? Don't you think that it's just one of those things where people think, well, that seems kind of sleazy. Why would he have that job if not for his who his father was? Because he's a very bright guy. I guess the question I'm kind of asking is, appearance. was it right? His appearance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he said he regretted having done it. Speaks for himself. Oh, he's a, he's a very bright guy, and it's just the appearance of impropriety. Yeah, you, 95% of the time, things are exactly what they appear to be, and that, that is the case here. Probably the most embarrassing episode with the mainstream media is when uh, Anderson Cooper was moderating a Democrat primary debate, just basically a- acting as an operative for the uh, the Biden campaign. The impeachment inquiry is centered on President Trump's attempts to get political dirt from Ukraine on Vice President Biden and his son Hunter. Mr. Vice President, President Trump has falsely accused your son of doing something wrong while serving falsely. on the company board in Ukraine. I want to point out there's no evidence of wrongdoing by either one of you. No evidence. So you have to wonder, uh, do these reporters have no dignity anymore or have they just so sold out that they are that they're completely unwilling to do their job i guess it's kind of a rhetorical question these reporters jobs all rely on them reporting the official narrative from their corporate media bosses but i mean you talk about uh something that has got to be humiliating you call yourself a reporter and you're being uh, advised not only to ignore the biggest political scandal in this century, but you are in fact there to to discredit it and try to to knock it down. Joe Biden has huddled in his basement looking for a friendly uh, media outlet that is going to not ha- ask him any difficult questions, but allow him to put out whatever lame explanations of this New York this, these emails. And, uh, and just accept them uncritically. He's got a town hall scheduled for tonight. You think they're going to ask him any questions at that town hall about this? It's going to be interesting. I'm sure uh, these questions will be pre-screened, and if they, uh, if they have any questions on this, they're going to have to be run by the campaign and approved in advance. The really uh, amazing thing about it, this is it all fits in with a, a huge pattern with Joe Biden. Joe Biden used his position to enrich his family. His family then enriched him. We're supposed to believe that Joe Biden, on a government salary that probably over his 47 years uh, averaged out to about $150,000 a year in today's dollars, lives in one of the biggest mansions in the state of Delaware, the former DuPont mansion, has a $3 million beach house in Rehoboth Beach, 
and about a $4 million house that he rents in Washington, D.C. Oh, yeah. Joe Biden wasn't engaged in corruption. That $1.5 billion investment from the Communist Bank in China, well, that was just... That was just business as usual, never mind the fact that he rode over there on Air Force Two and was cutting the deal while I was negotiating with the communist Chinese dictatorship. And even now, even now, Joe Biden is engaged in this racket. At the same time, Joe Biden's son-in-law, married to his daughter named Howard Crin, has been advising the Biden campaign on the coronavirus response. Crenn's venture capital business, <laughs> recognize that. That's the kind of business that Hunter Biden set up so that uh, the Chinese Communist Party could funnel $1.5 billion in investment to him that kicks off about $20 million in fees for Hunter Biden a year. Crenn's venture capital business has been running an initiative to invest in healthcare startups that offer solutions to the pandemic. In March, as the Wuhan virus began spreading in the United States, this startup firm, which uh, uh, they call Startup Health, unveiled this coronavirus initiative, soliciting uh, pitches from entrepreneurs with products that address the outbreak. The next month, Crenn participated in daily calls to brief Biden on the health policy during the pandemic. Startup is uh, um, startup health is knee deep in this corruption, but no conflicts of interest are dared to be talked about in the mainstream media because, of course, this is the Biden family business model. You know, in light of all this, in light of these massive turnouts for Trump's rallies and this anemic, really pathetic excuse for a presidential campaign from Joe Biden, I'm becoming more and more convinced that uh, these election polls are complete and utter bullshit. And watching the media and the big tech reaction to this, this October surprise yesterday I think it's pretty clear that uh, they're panicked. They are completely in a panic because they think that Joe Biden is going to lose by more votes than the, uh, the corrupt Democrats can overcome with manufactured mail-in ballots. They were counting on uh, this election being close so they could find out what, how many votes the Democrats needed to manufacture and and get those mailed in, and then require uh, then uh, um, rely on the deep state to prevent Donald Trump from uh, retaking the White House. You know, Twitter and Facebook and Google they know they know the real election data. If you look at Joe Biden's online presence, it shows very little engagement. His YouTubes have very few people watching. He doesn't have very many people following his uh, campaign. Most of the um, engagement that you do see is uh, is astroturfed. 
And that's why I think they're so blatant and shameless in censoring this program or this, uh, this, um, this story. They're, they're risking being exposed for this brazen censorship, suppressing this Biden story because they're panicked and they want, you know, they want to limit the damage to Joe Biden. What does that tell you about these polls? tells me that they're ginned up. So one of the big players in the Russia hoax, Bruce Orr, a, a deputy at the Department of Justice who had been taking uh, disinformation generated by a Fusion GPS where his wife worked, where his wife was actually writing a lot of this disinformation, Nellie Orr was giving it to her deputy DOJ attorney, Bruce, and injecting it into the law enforcement and intelligence agencies in order to, to uh, validate the, the Hillary Clinton misinformation that Donald Trump was colluding with Russia. Well, the Department of Justice was just about to fire Bruce Orr because of his uh, misconduct. When this week, Bruce Orr promptly quit. Now, he did that because if he's fired, then and he's fired for wrongdoing, then his, his uh, federal pension could be at risk. Now, he will not be subject to any sort of disciplinary action or adjudication. And he'll promptly be hired by one of these lawfare groups, these resistance lawfare groups with a big fat salary in order to keep his mouth shut. He'll be writing a book and he'll probably be a, a paid consultant for CNN or MSNBC shortly. He was the back channel link for the dossier after uh, Christopher Steele had been shown to be coordinating his his stories and his relationship with James Comey's FBI with the media. So it looks like he's going to wiggle off the hook unless Bill Barr uh, files some criminal charges against him, which is probably not going to happen. A lot of these things that the deep state engaged in are not in fact illegal. They're corrupt. They're, uh, Unethical is not strong enough a word. They're, uh, they're a violation of their oath of office, I would argue. But they're not defined as crimes in the, um, in the criminal code. I think what Bruce Orr did would probably be covered under the Espionage Act. If Donald Trump's not reelected, of course, all of this is going to be stuffed down the memory hole. And uh, this resignation of Bruce Orr follows quickly on this finding by uh, one of these um, federal attorneys that was looking into the unmasking scandal. That's another example of something that was corrupt and unethical, but apparently is not a, a violation of the criminal code. And this the, the whole notion of this unmasking where uh, the media is telling you that well, they're just unmasking the name. No, 
They're not just unmasking the name. If it was just the name, they wouldn't have gone through the unmasking because it's quite clear by the conversations who is speaking. The unmasking allows you to see the American citizen side of the conversation and find out what he's saying. It was a spy operation against the Trump campaign. Andy McCarthy is a former federal attorney for the Southern District of New York in charge of uh, the World Trade Center prosecutions. And uh, he's written about this a lot, and he's talked about how not everything is illegal. I had this whole riff that I uh, had prepared explaining that, you know, look, abuses of power are not necessarily violations of the penal code, and... You know, there already has been some accountability here because none of the officials who were involved in the improprieties that went on are in their jobs anymore. Right. And the reaction I got was to need to duck because they wanted to throw stuff at me. What? Because what they basically want to know is who's being drawn and quartered at high noon. Right. You know, it's not even <laughs> indictments aren't enough. Right. So I, I, I understand how people feel. Um, but at the same time, it doesn't, you know, you have to look at this. If you have, if you're trained the way I was trained, um, you know, there's bad behavior and then there's behavior that, uh, violates the criminal code. And a great example is what you were just talking about, which with the unmasking, which I'm, I'm, Mm. I'm I'm so confused about whether we can call this spying or not now, (laughs) Um, (laughs) but, but, um, you know, unmasking is something that is prescribed for the intelligence agencies to follow. And, and what we're talking about is keeping concealed the identities of... It's not just the identities, it's their side of the conversation as well. You know what else probably isn't a violation of the penal code? Joe Biden's protection, Joe and Hunter Biden's protection racket in the Ukraine probably didn't violate the law. They can get away with it. The the real scandal here is not the laws that are broken, but the actions that were taken that aren't, in fact, illegal. We're going to see how this develops, and we're going to come back tomorrow with a lot of coverage from the town halls tonight, both Biden and Trump's, and I hope you'll join us then. Right here on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo 5 Radio Network. We'll talk to you then. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. Whether you're moving in together for the first time. This can be your closet. Or you're a new parent to a little fur baby. Viva Paper Towels can help you maintain a clean home. They're two times more durable when wet compared to the leading value brand. So they clean like cloth, helping you pick up after your new pet in your new home. For an exceptional cloth-like clean, use Viva Towels. Visit vivatowels.com to learn more and start fresh with a clean feeling of home.